0: Intuitive eating for the culture, because we love vegetables, just not unseasoned. Hey guys, it's your host, Christina Johnson, a registered dietitian based in Dallas, Texas. An intuitive eater, a girl who loves coffee and avocados, and your inside source on intuitive eating. Part of intuitive eating is learning how to honor your hunger. And what I mean by that is when you get hungry actually eating something, not thinking about eating something, not feeling guilty because you're hungry again, not trying to ignore it and keep going with your day to get done the things that you feel need to be done in that moment, but really stopping, taking a break, and nourishing your body because part of trusting your body is trusting the signals that it's sending you, right? So if I trust my body, if it says I'm hungry... I have to be hungry if it says I'm thirsty I'm thirsty if it says I need to go to the bathroom I probably need to go to the bathroom and oftentimes as we are really entrenched and just swimming in diet culture we learn that it's not okay or that it's not always okay or that it may be inappropriate sometimes to honor our hunger and I'm here to tell you that that's completely and totally false um, as I've moved further and further away from diet culture and really seen what it looks like in its older age, right? To see my aunts and my grandmas and my great aunts all still so in diet culture, to have them shaming themselves and saying, oh, I shouldn't be eating this right now. It's too late at night, even though they're hungry, right? They completely ignored the fact that their body was saying, hey, I need more fuel. I've been up all day. We've been doing things, ripping, in the streets. But instead, they're going to say, oh, you know what? It's too late at night. I can't eat, even though I'm hungry, Or to see them still trying to lose weight, even though they're older and they've lived life, they've had kids, they've been married. Like, it really saddens me, but it also gives me more fuel to the fire to keep doing this work so that we don't have another generation feeling like you have to maintain the same body you had at 18 at 68. Because it's just not going to happen. Not for most people. Being hungry is not a problem. I know sometimes it feels like a problem, but it's not. It is just a natural part of being a human. You have to keep putting gas in your car, otherwise, your car's not gonna go. It's not gonna turn on, just like you need to keep eating. So, let's start with that. Remind yourself that being hungry is not a problem. It's not a sign that your body's broken. It's not a sign that there's something different or weird about you. It literally just means that your heart's still pumping, your lungs are still breathing, and you're still alive. Okay, with that, give yourself permission to be hungry. Secondly, how do you know? if you're hungry. So I wrote a blog post about this actually and I'll link it in the show notes but a couple of the signs that I really like to key in for people are those earlier signs of hunger so that you're not already overly hungry and what I mean when I say overly hungry is that stage where you're kind of irritable and everything sounds good and it becomes more difficult to make a decision about what you want to eat so you choose things that you may not actually want to eat but they're convenient and they're going to work to get you fuel within minutes as opposed to picking something that you actually want to eat so let me explain what i'm saying when i say this let's say i'm going to give you an example for my real life back in my internship i used to commute about an hour hour and a half in one direction to a rotation site for a good portion of my internship and by the time i would make it home i would be so hungry that i didn't want to cook because cooking would take too long and so Oftentimes, I just ended up having cereal to sort of bring that hunger back down to a more manageable level. So that's what I'm talking about when I say I'm overly hungry, when I don't want to cook because I need food right now in this minute. So I'm more tempted to choose something that isn't necessarily satisfying, but at least is going to provide me some sort of energy in a quick time frame. So earlier signs of hunger could be... Losing your ability to pay attention to what you're doing, right? I don't know how many times I've sat down to try to read a textbook, to read a book for enjoyment, to watch something, and I realize I have no idea what I just read or looked at for the last four or five minutes because I'm distracted, right? I could be trying to, like, do something on the computer and I realize, like, man, I'm really struggling to get this done because I keep being distracted because I'm hungry. Another sign is that I'll start, like, looking at or thinking about food. So before I my, my stomach ever growls, sometimes I'll find myself scrolling through Pinterest looking for new recipes. And I might not think, like, oh, I'm hungry right now, but my brain is saying, like, hey, we need to figure something out, so what sounds good? And I'll find myself just scrolling and scrolling, and then I'll think, wait a minute, I'm hungry. I should go eat something. Another sign, and this is more individualized, but it does come up for some people, is this kind of sudden like worry or anxiety. And this is not an anxiety disorder. It is just I feel more anxious or on edge in that moment. I feel more worried about things, on guard, um, a little more startleable, if that's a word, like getting more startled. Um, And that, for some people, is a sign that their blood sugar is doing something, right? Their blood sugar may be dropping a little bit more quickly than is what is desired. So in that case, it's definitely time to eat something. That more... Mid-level range, I guess is what I would call it, hunger, that like I'm ready for a meal hunger because those earlier signs are like I'm ready for a snack hunger, but that mid-level range, I'm ready for a meal, that is my stomach is growling, I have specific things that sound good to me right now in this moment, I am thinking about food, I'm ready to sit down, I'm ready to eat, right? Those sort of like, okay, now's that time. Maybe your mouth is watering because you're thinking about something that sounds really good. Usually... At that point, that's like a really good, I'm hungry, but I'm not overly hungry, and I'm ready for a meal, and I can sit down and have a meal and be satisfied. So that's usually that range that I like to um, help my clients sort of understand is it's okay to be that snack-level hunger. It's okay to be that meal-level hunger, but what we don't want to do too often is end up at that overly hungry. I have a hard time making a decision. I feel very jittery. I feel lightheaded, like I'm going to pass out. My head is hurting. That is beyond hungry. And when we get to that sort of hunger, we're much more likely to end up eating more than we intended to and then feeling guilty or bad or uncomfortable. And that uncomfortably full Will swing us back into the opposite direction of, oh, I'm gonna eat less at the next meal. And it's gonna keep us in this cycle of going back and forth between, oh, I ate too much, so now I need to eat less. And I ate less, so now I ate too much. And I'm gonna eat, t- I ate too much, so now I'm gonna eat less. And it's a really vicious, unfun, uncomfortable cycle to be in. And so the goal here with honoring your hunger goal is to get out of that cycle, is to break it, stop it in its tracks, and say, no, I'm hungry, I'm gonna sit down, and I'm gonna have something to eat. So. Now that we kind of know some signs of hunger, I think we should talk about how to honor this. So depending on how hungry you are, you either have a snack or a meal. There's a lot of different things that play into how many times a day that you eat based on how long you're up for the day, what you're doing, your energy levels. Your just, there's so many factors that I can't, in the course of this podcast, tell you how much you should eat during the day and how often. So when I'm sitting down to sort of honor this hunger, whether it's a snack or a meal, I start with asking myself, how hungry am I? Right. I check in on my hunger fullness scale. One being I'm famished. I feel like I'm going to pass out. Ten being Thanksgiving full. Yikes. I'm really uncomfortable. Yikes. So usually if it's snack time, I'm probably like a four. Right. Hungry. But not my stomach might not quite be growling, but I am ready to eat something and I don't feel like lightheaded, anxious, dizzy or any of those things. So I'll sit down and I'll have a snack. What sounds good? Crunchy, sweet, salty, chewy, savory. Right. Sort of going through that list of like what sounds good. What's going to fill me up? What's going to be satisfying in this moment? And then checking in with yourself at the end of that to see like, was this satisfying? Did I enjoy this? How full am I? And we'll talk about feeling your fullness at a later time because that is a different principle. Right now we're talking about principle two of intuitive eating, which is honor your hunger. While we're talking about honoring our hunger, I want to talk about a couple things that do not honor our hunger. So maybe you're like me and at some point in your life, you've heard 5% of the time when you're hungry, you're really thirsty and you say, oh, okay, so I should drink a glass of water. Well, I want you to really stop and think about the statistic that I just said to you 5% of the time, you're hungry, you're really thirsty. So that means the other 95% of the time you're actually hungry. And so each of those times that you are drinking water instead of eating, you are telling your body that I don't trust you. I don't believe what you just told me that I must be thirsty instead of being hungry. Or maybe we think I should have this, you know, meal replacement item, whatever that is, right? A meal replacement shake, a detox tea, because those things are popular right now. Um, And those are really just expensive laxatives. And we can have a whole chat about laxatives, but we don't have to do that today. But that's not honoring your hunger. That is trying to trick your body into thinking that you've eaten something when, in fact, you really did not. So a meal replacement, more often than not, doesn't actually satisfy you. It fills up space, but it's not satisfying. Eventually, you're going to get bored with that flavor. And our brains are wired to understand that I've eaten something because I have chewed. There's no chewing involved in a meal replacement. So you're going to feel pretty hungry pretty quickly after that. And I will not get into the nitty gritty of detox teas, but man, those things are awful. So I want to finish this out by talking about why we get hungry, right? So aside from the more physical hunger of it's time for you to have more energy, you need more calories, which are energy, you need more nutrients, um, vitamins, minerals, what have you. There's also other kinds of hunger. There's emotional hunger, right? There is... I had a really rough day and now I really want this item, whatever that thing is for you. That's sort of that comfort food that provides you some emotional um, safety, if you will. There's that kind of hunger, which does occur, right? We all have rough days where we're like, man, this food item just sounds really good. It's going to provide me some comfort. It makes me feel safe and loved in that moment. Then there is um, sort of what I will deem like social hunger. So you are with your friends and you guys are doing something, right? So like this could be uh, I'm out at a party and there's like hors d'oeuvres there, little snacky items. So I'm just going to like nibble on those because they're there and I'm out with my friends having a good time. Or this could be I'm at somebody's birthday party and here's the cake and the ice cream. I'm not super hungry, but it's cake and it's ice cream and this is a good time. It's what we do to celebrate someone's birthday, right? Then there's sort of a familiar hunger. So I like to think of this as um, going home to visit someone that you care about, right? So for me, that would be going home to visit my grandma and that sort of happy memory of having a meal in the kitchen with my grandma or like I have really good memories of having great like a bowl of grapes my grandma always had a bowl of grapes out on the counter and so when I go visit her I always think of that bowl of grapes or I always think of having crackers and watching touch by an angel with her so that sort of I'm with someone that I care about or I'm eating this because it brings back a really good memory of someone that I care about for another episode of intuitive eating for the culture